decided to start talking to my people. First, I started doing little videos here and there, and the videos caught on. And then my brother came to me and said, man, you know what? We should do a podcast. And I said, a podcast about what? He said, man, a podcast of us just talking BS. Just talking, having conversations, and discussing different things. So I said, you know what? We'll do this video. We'll do this podcast thing. And we started out on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Just us on the radio. And nobody was listening to nothing we were saying. A couple people that did listen to them was like, man, y'all drunk. I said, you know what? Let's have a video so we can show these people that we ain't just drunk. But we, you know, we interacting. So that's where the podcast came from. But Facebook... With all the censorship on social media, everybody's so sensitive and so offended, and you can't call nobody gay. You can't say homosexuality is wrong. You can't say interracial marriages is wrong. You can't speak against the president. You can't speak against the government. You can't speak against the oppressor in here in America. And both of my Facebook pages are shut down for 30 days. You understand? I got two pages. One with my slave name or my government name, and one that is... Sock G. And most people know the Sock G page. Some people who've been knowing me since before I was Chief Sock G know my slave name page. Both of them shut down for 30 days. I can't post. I can't talk to nobody because I violated Facebook's uh, community standards. Before I violated Facebook's community standards, I violated YouTube's. This show used to be live on YouTube. YouTube shut us down. And so now we reduced to doing this thing on Facebook. And so I wanted to first address why everybody hasn't been hearing from me and seeing me on Facebook. It's because they shut down my page. I took a funny picture a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I posted it. Now, I'm going to tell y'all. I, okay, shut t- okay, I'll tell y'all about the day and the reason why I posted that picture a little bit later. I like you did this. But I posted a picture about a week ago. And I said, somebody make a meme of this picture because I thought it was funny. Yeah. And it was, it was funny. everybody been roasting me for about a week. They've been telling me I look ridiculous and crazy and funny <laughs> and all the things. I, basically, the picture that I posted looks like anything. You can say anything. You can say a lot about it. When you ask your friend to use the bathroom and you stuff the toilet, <laughs> by face. You can use it. For when a you meet a sister and you want her and she tell you she ain't got no man, that, that face. face yeah. When you're in the ISUPK and you wait six months for a sister to get her Hebrew name and be approved for court shit, my face. You understand? But I ain't been able to respond to nobody and tell them that they joke was funny or that they can go die because of what they said about me because my page is shut down. And so what it really brought me to, there's a story that came out last week about the Catholic Church in Philadelphia. Yeah. And the Catholic Church in, the city, in Pennsylvania and the city of Philadelphia, they've been raping kids for 50, 60, 70, 80, 2,000 years. And the court is just now addressing the issue of rape and molestation in the, in, in the, in the Catholic Church. And part of the documents that they used in the indictment against the Catholic Church spoke about the Catholic Church's usage of politically correct language to never talk about the rape and the molestation and the child abuse that goes on. And so it got me thinking, okay, if the Catholic Church uses a policy of never addressing, you know, child so molestation, saying, So you're saying they got, so you're basically saying they got a rule amongst themselves where they don't talk about child molestation. Yes, in the Catholic Church, the, the, the indictment that was brought against them says that the, they, they, have, they have the evidence yeah. from a Catholic priest handbook yeah. that says if a priest is accused of raping a child, Come. never use the word rape. If a priest sexually, if a priest put his penis in a child's mouth 
Never say the priest put his penis in the child's mouth. Say the priest inappropriately touched the child. Yeah. If a priest inserted his penis into a child anally or vaginally, never say the priest had sodomized the child. Rather say he touched them inappropriately. And it got me thinking about the way that Facebook and YouTube and, and social media is using censorship disguised as community standards to really keep us from having discussions candidly about the evil things that's going on in this country and the evil policies that's being passed in this country that really leave children at risk and leave, you know, at, uh, okay, what's the word I'm looking for? There are people in this country who are being abused and taken advantage of, been taken advantage of. There's a lot growing homosexuality community in this country that is largely the result of pedophilia, child molestation, rape. Trauma is happening in black households all across this country with mothers having boyfriends who are raping the sons, raping the daughters, you understand? Uh, absentee fathers in the homes, which lead to children being vulnerable. Mothers who work in long hours, they children in the streets. I remember growing up, I had a mother who cared and loved me. She was a single parent mother. She worked hard to provide for us. But if I could just speak plainly to y'all, I was, I was doing sexual things at five years old. I was five years old. Like I had access to a VCR and I had cousins and uncles and people close to me who was of sexual activity age. And so I knew how to pop in a porno, watch a porno. I see something happening on there and I want to go try it. And I go try it with the girls in the neighborhood. We go play house and we play hide and go get it and we do this game and play that game. So my experience with sex started at a very, very young age. Now I wasn't molested. I wasn't raped. I never had no, you know, men try to take advantage of me and no older women try to take advantage of me. These are kids my age. I'm five years old. I got a girl five years old sucking on my penis. I'm five years old. I got a girl five years old. I'm trying to do this that I seen on the movie with her. I'm five years old. I know that, you know, it feels good or you women get excited when you touch her here and you touch her there. I can only, and my family never know. Before I had this talking to y'all right now. My family knows nothing about these things. My mother probably don't know nothing about these things. I hope she ain't watching. But five years old, I, I was putting my penis in women's mouths, girls' mouths. Now, I can only imagine, and nobody ever knew about it. I can only imagine what it's like for someone who was molested or raped from an uncle or father or... Hell, I know some brothers who was molested by grown women. Aunties and cousins and everybody got that cousin they did the freaky nasty with at seven, eight years old. You understand? Imagine the households where children are being raped, where grown adults are having children perform oral sex on them or having sex with them. Everybody looked at that movie Antoine Fisher about the brother who's lived in a foster home and a foster mother and a foster daughter was having sex with him and abusing him. Everybody saw the movie Precious with um, uh, Monique where she had a daughter who was being sexually abused and assaulted by her father. These things are happening all across the black community. But when we have a show like this that goes live every Wednesday, we can't say we can say pedophilia is wrong, but we can't say you MF and child molesters should be castrated and hung from trees and you deserve death. We can't say we can't say the church has a problem with child molesters. We can't say the Christian church is the reason for all of the child molesting because the pastors 
uh, you know, home, uh, the F word for homosexuals and they nasty, disgusting deviants and God is going to destroy them and, and they deserve to die and be hung from trees. Damn, man, anything you say about what's morally right goes against Facebook's community standards. And right now in America, America lies when it says that this is a place that's free. There's propaganda that tells you that you can be, you got freedom of speech. Freedom of speech no longer exists in America. I remember watching documentaries about China and how China's a horrible place and they censor the internet in China. Well, you are living in a place worse than China. Because right now in America, the only thing you can't say is what's wrong. You cannot speak up for, you cannot speak up for moral righteousness in America because that's what Facebook's community standards is all about. Right now, we are living in a place that is forcing us to accept everything that is morally wrong and morally bankrupt and morally upside down. America, like the Bible says, has Babylon has fallen and become the home of every unclean bird, meaning there are demons that are running amok in America. And there are demons that are in people that are able to manifest themselves freely because of America's community standards. Homosexuality is wrong. Pedophilia is wrong. Raping and molesting children is wrong. Selling drugs is wrong. Smoking weed is wrong. Smoking crack, popping a molly is wrong. If you black, Latino, or Native American Indian, having sexual intercourse with white people is wrong. Having sexual intercourse with an African or an Arab is wrong. You understand? Eating pork, shrimp, crab, and lobster is wrong. But you got to watch the language you use when addressing these things. Because if I said MF and white people are the devil, the Bible speaks of, they're going to take, they take our show away. Sometimes you can't even say white people. You cannot say white people. Say the show might get flagged because I said white people. You can't. Uh, America is getting to the point where you cannot even identify people for who they are. They trying to tell you that you can't call your son, son. You give birth to a child that has a penis between his legs. America wants you to not call it by, call your child by what it is. I'm telling you right now, if a child is, if a child is born with a penis, that's a boy. He should wear blue and be tough and not cry and not be soft and not be weak. He should never let nobody see him afraid or in, or in pain. If you have a daughter or a woman, <coughs> if a child is born with a vagina between her legs, that is a woman. She should wear pink and like girly things and be dainty and beautiful and sweet and kind because that is what God intended, man. We living in the time where these people want you to not do what God said to do. And I'm here to tell you that, damn that. Here at Angry Black Man Media, we not going to let these people who rule this earth, who are the devil the Bible speaks of, who have a very pale complexion and are void of melanin, we're not going to let them stop us from getting this word out to our people. So in order for us to do that, guess what? We ain't going to use no curse words, are we, y'all? We're not going to use derogatory language. We ain't going to use hate speech. We're not going to, you know, speak freely. We, but we are going to speak within the confines of what Facebook's community standards allows. So as we go forward with this show, I want you all to appreciate our vernacular and our expansive vocabularies and understand that 
Facebook's community standards have put us into a box that we would rather not be in. But if it means that we have to be in this box in order to get the message across to our people, we're going to be in it. You understand? But this place is masking how much they want you destroyed. If you a child out there or you a grown man or a grown woman, if you were molested or you were touched by somebody or you were introduced to sex at a young age by somebody forcefully teaching you something or doing something with you that shouldn't have been done, you need to report it, man. Do not allow yourself to... What's the word I'm looking for? Dwelling, dwelling on... Not even dwell. If you were molested or raped as a child, something horrible happened to you, do not let that thing be the story of your life. In life, everybody has to fight and everybody has to overcome some things. Do not take being raped or molested as a child and instead of accepting that you were a victim, you say, you know what, I wasn't molested or raped. I wanted to be homosexual. I wasn't molested or raped. I like to be, you know, have a different man in my bed every night. I wasn't raped and molested. I don't have abandonment issues. I don't have daddy issues. I'm just free with my sexuality. All these things these people pushing down your throat is a lie and it's meant to destroy you. If you're dealing with depression or you're dealing with trauma in your life, smoking weed is not the solution. It's not the answer. It's not going to cure or heal or help you. If you're smoking crack, if you're popping pills, you're not doing those things because it makes you feel good or because it makes your life better. You are doing those things to run away from the actual issues that you have in your life. In 2018, we have got to become a people who fight. We have got to become a people who stand up to oppression on every side. We have got to become a people who do not allow ourselves to be victimized by Facebook's community standards. You understand? We have to be a people who, and don't be a people who swayed by the movement in America of political correctness and everybody is good and right and we must accept everything and love everything. Damn that. If you a heterosexual woman out there, stand up and be strong and proud in your love for men. If you're a man out there and you heterosexual and you love women and you polygamous, stand up and be strong in your love for women. Hell, your love for multiple women. Your love for three women and the same at the same. Okay, three women in a relationship, three separate relationships. Now is the time for us to start speaking honestly and correcting people that's wrong. You understand? The most dangerous thing that exists in this society right now is the feeling that you cannot tell someone when they're wrong. The Bible says, everybody always like to quote the Bible and say, you can't judge me. You can't judge me. What you don't understand is Christ in the Bible said, judge not lest ye be judged. Meaning what? You cannot condemn somebody or punish somebody for doing wrong unless you're a person that's not doing that wrong. And right now, we are not in a position to punish anybody. Judgment is punishing someone. Judgment is harming someone for doing wrong. You're not, we're not in a position to punish anybody, but we are in a position to judge righteously. We are in a position to use wisdom and understanding and reproof to correct people when they're wrong. If you live in life and you know that things that's being taught in this country are wrong and things that's being promoted against children in this country is wrong and things that's being taught about sexuality and about drug usage and experimentation is wrong, 
It is your duty to stand up and be vocal and aggressive against everything that is morally wrong in this place, man. If you know about children being molested, if you know about, you know, uh, parents raising their children to be gender neutral, if you know anybody that has a son who they saying, you know, he was born feminine and he likes to be girly, you need to speak up and tell them, man, listen, man, you're wrong, man. That's a boy, man. He got a penis between his legs. Don't raise him to be that way, man. You got to teach him to be tough, man. Teach him to be strong. You got daughters out there. Teach them to be dainty and pretty. Now, that don't mean you can't have a daughter that plays sports. You can't have a daughter that's rough around the edges. That don't mean you can't have a son that, you know, is in the designer clothes or, you know what I'm saying, like to cook or nothing like that. But make sure that you doing what's right in the sight of God and raising your children the way Lord willing that you were raised when it comes to knowing right from wrong, good from bad, and standing on it. Remember, man, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And here at Angry Black Man Media, we stand for what is right according to God in the book called the Bible. That's my little spiel on political correctness and the direction that we headed in this country. I wanted to address those things first and foremost because it is my goal for the duration of this show and however long this show goes on that I ain't going to use no curse words, man. Y'all ain't going to hear me saying no Fs, no MFs, no Bs, no uh, WDs. <laughs> what? <laughs> WDs? White devils. You ain't going to hear no more of that. That's not a curse word. Though. Yeah, but according to commu- Facebook's community standards, it is. Who knows? Does anybody actually know what that community standards even are? Nobody knows. <laughs> that community standards, you can't that. say anything is wrong. But you, that's can't, the, but you can't offend nobody. I guess that, that that's what it is. You can't offend nobody. Well, that's and anything can offend somebody. No, you got to be articulate. That's all, that's you, all you, you know, proper enunciation of your words. You got to be a good, upstanding citizen. Anything can be offensive. You understand? So... We're going to speak the truth, but we're going to do it properly and articulately so that Facebook can't shut us down because I'm a slave. I, I don't have my phone. I can't be on Facebook, but I, I still get to watch it. That shit like torture. That is I true. just use the SH word. I never, uh, I never been. <laughs> Facebook I never jail been. is torture. Facebook jail is damn near like real jail, but it's not. It's like, okay, you can have Facebook. You can see, see Facebook. You can see, but you can't interact. But you can't comment. You can't interact. You can't like. And it's it's horrible. So because yeah. I need my Facebook and my Instagram, I need to just be. Able I went to Facebook Jeff for like a week one time. It's horrible, bro. It's, yeah, it's not fun, especially when you pop it. They put me in jail when I started to pop. Right when you I started. was popping with my little my meme. I was popping with the last week's radio show. As soon as I get to popping, they deleted my Facebook page, man. So I can't. I got to be on a straight and narrow. I, I got to be an upstanding citizen in these Facebook streets so I can keep my <laughs> Facebook page streets. in full operation. I got people hitting me on the inbox, women trying to holler at me. I can't even respond back. For all y'all ladies, give me about a month. I'm going to get back with you. Don't worry. I see you. Chief Sock GC, and I appreciate you, but I can't holler back because Facebook got me in jail. It's damn near like real jail. It actually really, 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 really sucks. So from here on out, we on the straight and narrow. We going to obey Facebook's community standards. We going to speak properly about everything, and that's that. You understand that? First topic of the night, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> something, something for season and me. Why is it so hard for people to know that song? Because cause, cause that's a hard word to spell. It's that not, no. Listen. That's a hard word to spell that quick, bro. It's not. 
I can only read spelled if I got a pen and paper. <laughs> okay. First That's of, the only way that word is getting spelled. First of all, if I got a pen and a paper. Or first, first of all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin passed away last week. Aretha Franklin is a singer. You understand? Been around for a long time since Aretha Franklin was singing when Moses wrote the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Aretha Franklin was singing about respect when they was beating our backs in, in, in Egypt. And, you know, Aretha Franklin is highly touted as, as one of the greatest American singers, you know, You know when of they say it ain't over to the fat lady sings? They was talking about yes. her. Yes. The, 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 the term, <laughs> it ain't over to the fat lady sings. They was talking about her. Was made, you know, because of Aretha Franklin. When Aretha Franklin started singing, it was over. It's done. <laughs> it was over. No more. She's singing. It's over. When Aretha Franklin passed, and okay, before we get into my thoughts about Aretha Franklin and her legacy and her death and all those things, I want to first just play a couple clips of people not being able to spell, not being able to remember the, the words to the hook of one of her most famous songs. So let's get it. Hold up. With a canine cut down. Like when you refer to black NFL players as sons of, well, female dogs. But I think you might have learned a lesson this week. Sometimes a dog bites back with a book deal. And while we're talking about female canines, you know what they say about payback? It's a real, well, you, I'm sure you know the word I'm thinking of. So the words, of my late friend Aretha Franklin show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. And the next time you get a black woman and people confused. Somebody put I in there. I don't even know I in there. Of my late R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. R-E-I-P-I-C. Of my late friend Aretha Franklin Show some Oh, yes, the acid. No, that's not the song. It's only you said I. He did. Damn. Al Sharpton on national TV said, in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, have some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Hey, bro, that's one of the most famous songs on the planet. You can't remember. Yes, but that's a hard word to spell quickly. If you can remember Raindrops, Drop Top. Hopped in the That's way easier to remember. It's not. Raindrop. I E S T E C T. Find out what it means Listen, to me. It's the easiest. Okay, first of all, that's a whole bunch respect of is a seven letter word. It ain't that hard to spell respect. It's not, but but to say it quickly. R E S P E C T. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but your man didn't even say it fast. Listen to Al Sharpton. First. He might as well know how to spell Listen. because he put an I in it. So that's R-E-S-P-I-C. <laughs> that ain't how to spell. He just might as well know how to spell because. Yo, because, <laughs> Al Sharpton, first of all, Al Sharpton's black card been pulled a long time ago. But his black card super revoked now. He don't even know how to spell respect, bruh. All we've been asking in America for the past 400 years is this is a little respect. He's been marching for respect for about a thousand years. I was shocked at another cat that was around with Moses in the he, ticket, man. He's so void of respect, you don't know how to spell it. He's so void of respect, you don't know how to spell it. Al Sharpton is so void of respect, he don't even know how to spell it. He said R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Listen, man. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. It's not that difficult. And there was another video I saw. Some old lady, some old crackhead lady. Them teeth. 
she, she need to put some yeah, teeth. She needed, she needed to put some uh, some respect on them teeth. Listen, if you they do put not that mic in words they put that, to a song, <laughs> you should stay off the camera, man. They put that mic in their face. She's like, I, listen, I, 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 y'all, listen, I was, I, I felt bad for Aretha Franklin, even though I ain't even an Aretha Franklin fan or like Aretha Franklin music necessarily. Yeah, man, and all these people on Facebook and Instagram and on social media. Oh, Aretha, we love you. Oh, Aretha, my favorite this. Aretha, my favorite that. Why y'all pretend like y'all ain't been clowning Aretha for about the past thirty years yeah. for the big saggy breasts that she never put on a goddamn bra for? First of all, I got an awkward Aretha Franklin, and I'm sorry she passed away. Giant watermelons her. on her chest. Aretha Franklin <laughs> was a pioneer of a lot of evil in the black community. Oh, I saw an old video of her when she was young, bro. Hoeing it up, the on the uh, Listen, Soul Train. Aretha Franklin, big like hoeing a new thing. Aretha Franklin introduced whoring and whorish blackness like into the, the mainstream. Aretha Franklin was hoeing when it was just a white woman thing to do. Yeah. Aretha Franklin was hoeing back with Marilyn Monroe and Elizabeth Taylor and them. Elizabeth Taylor marrying five husbands talking about diamonds forever. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe standing over top of the damn great in New York City while the subway train go by, singing to the president half naked in front of his wife. You understand? Aretha Franklin was right there next to them like, yeah, y'all, we black women get it in too. We hoes too. And Aretha Franklin was a very proud, hoe-ass black woman now. Her background and what she went through at a young age, I understand she had it rough. She went through some things. and But there's no, we cannot allow that part of her legacy to just go unspoken of. You got to talk about that. Everybody had a lot of glowing things to say about Aretha. And she was strong and powerful and represented pro-blackness and this and that. Aretha was a hoe. And Aretha was a nasty hoe. And Aretha wore her dresses with breasts hanging out. In the 60s when it was unacceptable. Aretha really is the pioneer for a lot of you black hoes in music. You look at the legacy of Marilyn. I mean, uh, the legacy of Aretha Franklin is what we saw on the MTV Video Awards red carpet two nights ago. If you and now, if you watch MTV, if you watch the MTV Video Music Awards, if you saw Nicki Minaj, if you saw Cardi B. If you saw Tiana Taylor, Black China. if you saw Black China, you saw black China. slutness on full display. You saw the shame of black women on full display. And you saw all of America applaud it like it was something that was great, something wonderful to be beheld. And Aretha Franklin is largely the pioneer of that. And I know she made some great music. She sung some good songs. She had a hell of a voice. But we must not allow Aretha to pass without us addressing the evil that she did to black women and teaching them that it's okay to be a hoe. It's okay to be loud, outspoken. It's okay to be the fat black woman that ain't afraid to speak her mind and say this and say that. Sometimes you got to be the fat black woman that shut the hell up. Sometimes you should be the fat black woman that is seen and not heard unless you're singing. But Aretha Franklin was very vocal and very outspoken when it came to women's freedom to express themselves through their sexuality and through their bodies and their nudeness and all of that. Damn that. You understand? On top of that, you ain't love Aretha. You, y'all so ain't full ain't of BS. Y'all did not love Aretha. Y'all did not care about Aretha. Y'all looked at Aretha like uh, Luther Vandross. I remember Luther Vandross was alive. Luther Vandross sung some good music. 
But Luther Vandross was a homosexual, full of homosexuality. Y'all knew it. And, and Luther Vandross would get fat and then get skinny and then get fat and then perm his head and then grow his bush out and then get the S curl and get the jury curl. All y'all laughed at uh, Luther behind his back and then he died. Everybody was like, oh, Luther Vandross. You know he had them AIDS. You know Luther was loving them men's. God damn it. Don't act like you love Luther now that he's dead. Don't act like you love Aretha now that she's dead. Y'all know Aretha was a horrible slut. Y'all know Aretha was nasty. And y'all know them bre- underneath them breasts was the pit of hell. <laughs> Underneath the Aretha breast was all spoiled milk, all baby neck. You ever have a baby that drink breast milk and the milk dribble down in the baby and get stuck under the neck and you be the cousin that come to hold the baby. Oh, the baby looks so good. And you hold the baby up and you get close and the baby neck smell like what the hell is died here? That was that was Aretha breast. And y'all know it. And y'all act like y'all loved Aretha. Y'all hated Aretha. It was all types of demons. <laughs> it was all we types loved of Aretha because we would have told Aretha to cover them goddamn breasts. Aretha put a bra on. Aretha, that dress wasn't made for you. Y'all had no love for Aretha, man. I, I'm, I'm ashamed of my people that y'all let Aretha die and y'all act like y'all loved her when y'all hated Aretha. Everybody hated them floppy ass breasts. Ain't nobody want to see them breasts, are y'all? Y'all let them breasts fly at the Soul Train Awards. Y'all let them breasts fly at the Ebony Awards. Y'all let them breasts fly everywhere. Them breasts are supposed to have been tucked away somewhere. You think somebody would have said something to her? Reese got the goddamn breasts to her knees, Wearing man. Sweat ain't nobody, you, you put a Reese on TV, act like them breasts ain't sagging everywhere. Them breasts ain't flopping. <laughs> somebody should have said, Reese, we love you. Tuck them goddamn breasts away. Y'all didn't love Aretha, man. We loved Aretha, man. Yeah. We had some real R-E-S-P-E-C-T for Aretha. <laughs> y'all ain't had no respect, man. Shame on y'all, man, for letting Aretha go out like that. She gone now, are y'all? She gone, man. She gonna be back, though. She gonna be back. We'll, we'll, we'll see Aretha in the kingdom. You understand? She'll be singing outside the gates, singing the wonderful songs of Zion. But she had to pass away and die with the floppy, worldly breasts, man. That's just shameful, man. Shameful and shameful. And they could have told her to wear, wear a sweater or something. Nobody cared about Aretha Nobody enough even. to say, Aretha, I know you. I, know. I would assume she had like a little assistant. Or, Your time has passed, Aretha. You got to cover them breasts. You got to cover them titties up. Bro. You understand, Aretha? You cover can't them go out like that. Aretha, they going to laugh at you. <laughs> Aretha, yeah, no, it's not sexy no more, baby. You got, I know when she was young, somebody was saying, Aretha, you got to let them breasts show. But when Aretha got about 37, somebody said, <laughs> like, Aretha, baby, they, they come on, baby. You got to tuck them breasts in. Where's all the strong men in Aretha life? Some strong man should have said, Aretha, you my woman, tuck them breasts away. <laughs> you ain't going out there tuck like that. Breasts. You understand? So rest in peace to Aretha. Tuck them down in your pants like a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Yeah, Lord willing, Aretha, a rising power. She'll get it right the next time. But shame on our people for now addressing Aretha while she was alive. And telling her that it was not a good look to walk around with them breasts. Yeah, they should have told her. Flipping and flopping and crisscrossing every which way <laughs> like she did for so many years, man. But look at the problems that we're dealing with right now with black women and, and the low self-esteem and them overexposing themselves. Large, the large blame for that falls at the feet of pioneers like Aretha Franklin. Now, I brought up the MTV Music Awards, mm-hmm. Music Video Awards, and I seen some memes floating around. Like I said, I saw Black China. Yeah. I saw Nicki Minaj. Okay, who thinks Black China is attractive? Let me finish. Let me finish. I saw Tiana okay, Taylor. That's what I saw Cardi B. Yeah. And okay, 
you black women at home, I feel bad for you if you envy any of what you saw at them MTV Awards the other day. Because I'll tell y'all straight up. I would not touch Nicki Minaj with a 10-foot pole. pole. That butt and that body is quickly... Look like you can unscrew it. It quickly has slumped to shame. <laughs> I've seen a picture of Nicki Minaj after Kevin Hart got an award. And that butt looks... Ugh. <laughs> like, she has a butt that should not be shown to nobody, y'all. I would tell any woman with that type of butt, you got to cover that thing up, girl. That thing is not sexy. It might be sexy in the bedroom when you about to make love. It look grotesque. But that thing... <laughs> The grotesque. Look like, look like, look like she's sick. her and um really um like a, uh, Black China. They both look grotesque. They look like right. you sick. Like something about to happen to you. Like you're poisoned. <laughs> like the silicone. Okay, and, and Nicki Minaj doesn't even know how to use the body. It's how you know Nicki Minaj not a black woman. Nicki Minaj don't know how to twerk. She don't even know how to walk with that butt. <laughs> like, it's just so unnatural on Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj's butt is like a cat that lifts, like a steroids cat. Like, you ever seen a nigga that's, uh, a body that's on steroids but the legs are skinny? Yeah. Like, Nicki Minaj is skipping, you know, body day and just putting all of the weight in her butt. And that butt look, ugh. Maybe it's because it's used up. I don't know. But that butt look nasty. Black China. Body is not desirable at all. She looked like she about to die. Look like there's something wrong with her. Black China body looked like an android. Like and a she robot. got them. She got them. Uh, dimples. Piercings. Dim- yeah. Piercings in the dimples, which look like look like like some like a horror movie. The, dip- the dimples don't even look natural. The of course they don't with fake. the damn piercing in it. Okay, but even without the pair. Okay, I never seen it without the piercing. Okay. I wouldn't touch Black China with ten foot pole neither. I'm be honest though. <laughs> Black China had one of them robot bodies, like the little dolls. Yeah. Like if you just imagine having a doll that you could just put in any position, <laughs> that's how Black China body looked like. You could just take one of the legs. Okay, and just do you know about it over do, here. do you know about the um the Zoom challenge when they pull the people pulling the little kids? Yes. You see the one that she did? No. The one she did, okay, you look at her butt as it's moving and it looked like it's about to fall off. No. I mean, the body gotta, moved and the butt stayed there. For, for a second, the butt was like stuck stuck to the floor. No. <laughs> Black China's body is horrible, young. Yeah. You gotta look at it. Uh, Black China's body is not desirable or sexy. Black woman, your body was not made to look like that. Okay, first, okay, I shouldn't even say that's too much, too vulgar. I'm gonna say it anyway. It's not natural for a black woman to have a body like Black China got, but to have a narrow, skinny vagina. This black woman's vaginas ain't narrow and skinny. Black woman's no, <laughs> no, her butt didn't move with her body. What is that about? Oh no! So that means it might not even move when the oh no, that's wrong. That's not natural. It stay right in place. And Black China's body is, is horrible, but you oh, know what I'm saying, it, black men. If you've been with black women, you know that black women have you know vagina that's healthy and strong, and you know you know ex- receive ready to receive what you got to give. Black China's body does not look like anything I would want to receive everything that I got to give. It just looks like it. And then as I heard, I heard from people word of mouth that she had a tape. 
Yeah. That looked very undesirable. Yeah, we know about the tank. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I thought about, <laughs> for educational purposes, I thought about checking it out myself, but I decided to curtail, See, you understand, you my viewing. You decided to err on the side of wisdom. Yeah, I, yeah, err on the side of wisdom. <laughs> I felt like I didn't need to partake in that educational oh, demonstration. <laughs> so I, I foregone the video, but I heard that it was not a good look. And then, okay, Cardi B just had a baby, like, what, last week? Yeah, it was like a month ago. Uh, okay, uh, okay. This is what I want to know. Is it natural or is these bras going and get the doctors to suck all the this pregnancy out of them some so of them, they can just drop Some of them for sure is doing it. That's why they look the way they do when they get old. Okay, do you think Cardi B's bounce back is natural? Or? I got to see what, I never saw what she looked like. Okay, you got to Google it. You got to Google what Nikki. Uh, and they got a lot, they be having a lot of spanks and a lot of... Girls and all that. That's a, okay, but okay, the way she was dressed though, you couldn't. Okay, so it was like you saw, you saw. Yeah, the, like okay, you see the full shape of her, but it's like okay, is that really her? Like, is that real or is that doctors? Because if it's doctors, I need my woman who has my children, if and when that time comes, to be as vigorous about getting her body back as. Uh, she was because okay. This is this is not the one I'm talking. About. I was looking for the red carpet picture, and this is not it. But it's like that thing, super super ridiculously bounced back. And I just need anybody. What's the what's the okay. my Okay, now nah, maybe it's not Cardi B. Who else is in that picture? The Mimi boy. Tiana Taylor. No, nah, Tiana Taylor. She ain't no kid no time recently. <clears throat> Tiana Taylor is. One that I wanted to focus on. She looked like she do, She like she do five hundred countries a day. Brother Tiana Taylor has a body that is just to die for. <laughs> but she looks like if you come at her and you ain't you know got no stamina, that you're going to die inside of that thing. <laughs> she going to squeeze the life. Out she of like you. she do. But it's season she, she a like, woman that is just beautiful does not need. She like she like do muscle ups. Okay. Who the one all the way on the right? I don't. That's what I don't know. I was gonna ask you that. I thought you would know that. You know what I'm saying? Um. But uh. Is she like? Can I just enlarge the picture? She looks familiar. I don't want to. Tiana Taylor, you know, you know, muscle ups is like it's like a pull up, but it's when you come up on the bar. Brother, I have never done none of any of that. Neither have I. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you, explain to you what a muscle up is. Muscle up or anything. Tiana Taylor looks like if you do not come at her with the right thing. She might bite your head off like a praying man. So you got to come, you know, you got to be strong like Cardi B ain't even in that picture. She's not. I said Cardi B because I'm thinking, who's this broad on the right? Here's Here's a point. There's a woman in the that was at the VMAs, a black woman that nobody even knows. We don't know her name. She's a nobody. But she got the full out breast hanging out and don't even look good. She look, she's trying to do the thing that what's her name did. It's like she's, you're not Lil Kim, so nobody knows you. We knew Lil Kim, we don't know you. Here's the thing, black women. The time for just being a hoe and showing your body, that's done with. I don't know if it was a fad or a trend or you're trying to be like... I think hoeing always been the style. Okay, but hoeing was the style of our oppressor. Yeah. Hoeing is what our oppressor showed us is to make a woman famous and a woman talented. Because to be honest, the oppressor of our people here in America, the people who run everything, the people who watching right now who I can't identify... They have no talent. They have no skills. Caucasian women have nothing to offer but sex. 
have nothing to offer but the uh, maybe the possibility of you know drinking a milkshake through a coffee straw. Other than that, they ain't got nothing to show for themselves. Black woman, you are so much more than just your body. You are so much more than just your vagina. You're so much more than just, you know, what you can do for a man sexually. You should not allow yourself to be reduced to just how good you look or how shapely your body is because you have more talents than that. But by following your oppressor, you allow yourself to be put in a box that should not be able to contain you. And so it it, it hurt me to see that these sisters felt like in order to make a statement at this award show, they had to go ahead and dress themselves like whores and sluts and show their bodies off. And I say that because the MTV Video Music Awards is nothing now. Like when I was coming up, the MTV Video Music Awards used to be a big deal. MTV Video Music Awards, they give that little moon man with the popcorn and they had Chris Rock hosting and this and that. I don't even know what the hell MTV shows on their channel no more. MTV used to be the channel of videos. They used to have a, you know, a rap hour that I would watch. You understand? But what the hell even comes on MTV no more? Can you even name a show on MTV, bro? Um, um a Bad Girls Club? Is that a thing? That ain't on MTV, though. Bad Girls Club is a thing. MTV is not even a channel worth watching. All these black sisters was half naked at the MTV Awards for no reason. They used to have a show called Real Life of Something about uh real world. Real no real world road rules was a show on MTV. They had the VMAs or the um, uh countdown Reese every day. Good as recent as a uh, catfish. That was the last good show they played. Catfish was on MTV. Yeah, okay. pretty sure it was. That was that was pretty good show. The bottom line is MTV used to be videos. I used to all be, yeah, day every day MTV was videos. Even Beavers and Butthead was a video show. MTV used to be about videos, and a lot of people further their career and ain't good off MTV. MTV is nothing now. Black people should boycott MTV. It ain't nothing. The show last night, got, got, two nights ago, got damn near no views. You understand? It's, um, it, 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 the damn viewership done gone down. You got beautiful black women parading themselves around half naked looking like sluts. On MTV's red carpet for no damn reason when ain't nobody even watching the damn show. Then, to add insult to injury, guess who MTV brought out to do a tribute to Aretha Franklin? A black woman singing songs, widely known as a black entertainer. She passed away. They're going to do a tribute show. Guess who the hell MTV brought out? Madonna. <laughs> MTV slapped all black people in the face by bringing white. By, by bringing pale-skinned Caucasian Madonna out to say, I'm thankful for Aretha Franklin and she pioneered to pave the way for me to do what I did and if it wasn't for Aretha Franklin, it wouldn't be no me. <clears throat> Listen here. All people need to get back to only appreciating the things that we applaud and that we love. Stop seeking these other people's approval because when you do what Aretha Franklin did and you live your life in a way that is appealing to the oppressor the oppressor always shows you in the end I ain't never give a damn about you I ain't never care about you everything you did that you thought you was doing good was really a waste of time and so it's a shame that the legacy of Aretha Franklin ends with you know the oppressor rolling out Madonna to be a representative or to give her a tribute Madonna couldn't even hold half a note 
of what Aretha Franklin does. You understand? But it's a shame that our people continue to support them, support MTV, partake in MTV's BS. You understand? When they give you a slap in the face like having Madonna come out to, uh, to do a for tribute for, for, for Aretha Franklin. Another thing that came out of Aretha Franklin's uh, passing, and this is something that I want to, a little small segment we'll have. Do you know who Tevin Campbell is? If I know his face, I probably know. You don't know Tevin Campbell, but you're too young. Now, oh, he's the guy from uh, Criminal Minds? Whoa, no. Oh, no. I'm thinking about um, another guy. All right. Tevin Campbell. I look like I, I think I should In the comments, is. if anybody this listening. Talking, I, I don't want to know who that is. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You got you a lollipop head. Oh, lollipop head. That's what I'm saying. Uh, if you see Tevin Campbell today, Tevin Campbell got the damn. Look at his head. He has the Al Sharpton. But he okay, has, okay, he sung a song that I probably. He's know. on the Al Sharpton diet. Uh, he's, he's sung Tevin a song. Campbell looks horrible today. <laughs> but when I was coming up, Tevin Campbell was the. Okay, this. He must have this sung, the he sung, he sung a song. This right? segment. the segment. Yes, the segment is people who've fallen off. Right? Aretha Franklin passed and brought a lot of people out of the woodworks, and the chief of them was Tevin Campbell. And Tevin Campbell has fallen off. Something okay, bad. I know, I know it's horrible. It's shameful. Tevin Campbell uh, looks so horrible. Now I don't know what Tevin Campbell did that was wrong. I don't know what Tevin Campbell did that yeah, was good. I know the song. Okay. But a lot of people was trending Tevin Campbell on Instagram. What did he do? They said they was gonna bring him out to do us. He was gonna sing a tribute for Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Like black people was, you know, uh, doing some type of thing to honor Aretha Franklin, and somebody brought up Tevin Campbell's name, and the internet this. went crazy. Yeah. Okay. I heard about this because some woman. Got mad and said he's completely irrelevant. But she basically said some woman that I even know was irrelevant. I didn't know she was irrelevant. Said that he was irrelevant. Shouldn't even been in the conversation to, to go do the tribute. Okay. And I think people got mad that she that got mad that she um had something to say about him. That's a valid point. Maybe Tevin Campbell today is irrelevant, right? He may be. That's but that one song you made was good though. Okay, what is the one song you made? The one. Uh, can I talk to you for a minute? No, that's not the song, bro. That's the song. I don't know what this you're talking. I'm you. You're gonna, you're gonna pull up the song. Listen, nobody heard. Listen. What's the name of the song? Uh, if you you're in the, the chat right now, what song you know from Tevin? Tell Campbell? me the one Tevin Campbell song. What's the song you know that from every Campbell? young person should shut their mouth about Tevin Campbell singing and respect now. That's the only song I remember. Tevin Campbell homosexual. Tevin Campbell is, is you know, horrible. He probably got AIDS. He, he looks the, bad. He looks like Al Sharpton, and he's about my age. He got that on. But Tevin Campbell had one song that every brother who was born in the 80s respects Tevin Campbell for. Tell me, y'all, what's that song? Yeah, we talk. How'd that song go? Okay. The one song. Just say the word. Say the word. Uh, Somebody uh, said I'm ready I don't know what the hell uh, Can We Talk is Somebody said I'm ready But Tevin Campbell I thought the name of the song was Break It Down Tevin Campbell got one song where it goes Break it down I don't want nobody else to hear the sound This love is a private (laughs) affair Interrupt the flow No you better not dare You got to break it on down Man, I don't give a damn what nobody say. That's a sex song, goddammit. You was acting in like the early nineties. That is the make love you song. You was acting like it was a ground. Hey, I song. was ten. <laughs> hey, I was young man getting much female love off that song. 
Tevin Campbell sang that song. Tevin Campbell was the one that made me want to talk nice to girls and talk sweet to them and be, you know, be suave. Kevin Tambo taught me you got to sometimes whisper in a broad ear. Sometimes you got to whisper in her ear and take it, break it down. <laughs> I don't want nobody else to hear the sound. Shh, be quiet, baby. Cover your mouth. Put the pillow over your face. Goddamn. Don't Tevin Campbell get some respect for that. I know he done fell off. He horrible now. But goddamn it. That was a shining moment. Now, I don't know what the hell is Can We Talk is. What's Can We Talk? That's can the, We Talk is it. Song. Can We Talk for a minute? This is the biggest song I'm pretty Girl, sure. Girl, I want to know your name. Man, damn that. Sure the hell song. with that. <laughs> the hell Can We Talk? Break it don't down. Nobody know, a song. don't nobody know any other song, though. Man, everybody know Break It Down. Nobody said that song. Everybody from the 80s know Break It Down. Nobody said that. And I'm talking about older people. Down. Nobody said that song. He didn't even say that song. Nobody else to hear <laughs> sound. Nobody heard that song. This love is. I remember being young, Cam. I'm doing freaky playing house with young girls at grandmother in the other room. We in there dancing. Break it down. I don't want nobody else to hear this sound. <laughs> and then he got the moaning on the song, Salaki. It was a good song, man. It's an R&B song. It was, it was about love making, but it was still a little smooth. It was before it got vulgar. I mean, I don't know. You listen to R&B today? Yeah. You listen to the little singers today? Yeah. Man, it's rough now. Ozzy Brothers was between the sheets. Mm-hmm. Sexual healing, Marvin Gates. You know what I'm saying? Sexual healing. Nowadays, Chris Brown and, 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 and damn uh, Trey Songz is just raw. You understand? Drop a jaw, shove it down your jaw, put it in your back, make you feel it in your mouth. Like, goddamn. They don't, they ain't no more sweet love making music no more. Now it's just ram it and stuff it and shuff it and shift your organs and, you know what I'm saying? Put it in your esophagus. Goddamn, brother, can you leave something to the imagination? It's hard to listen to RB music nowadays, but Tevin Campbell was right in between. He was talking nasty, freaking. Really but he was still being, you know, gentleman about it. A lot of y'all cats should go listen to some Tevin Campbell, man. Take some goddamn notes. Y'all be too rough with the women, man. It's called Shush. Sean Hennessy, I appreciate you, bro. You understand? Can we talk with Big? Because we was. And our teens was trying to holler, break it down was later. Cause Octomar, I feel you, I I feel you. I remember, I remember uh, you know what I'm saying, break it down. I was already, I knew all the girls' names where I lived. I grew up in a big apartment building. I don't need to ask a girl, can we talk for a minute? I wanted to know your name. I knew all their names, goddammit. Went to school. Bitch, I've been in school with you since first grade. I know who you is. Come holler at me. Come over here. Let's play house. It's freaky Friday, goddammit. Let me chase you around. Who hey, remember uh hide and go get it? Y'all ain't play hide and go get it down Florida? What y'all played? You wanted Dude, to get the girl. I go see. Nah, man. When you got a little bit older, you about 11, 12, 13. Hide and go get it was the sexual version of hide and go get it was the, was, the, was the teenage version of hide and seek. Yeah. Y'all ain't play hide and go get it, huh? Yeah, we play, we play hide and go seek, but you see hide and go get it. Nah, we, yeah, we call it hide and go get it. All right, where I grew up at, every Friday was a special day. It wasn't just Friday. It wasn't, thank God, it's Friday. It wasn't TGIF where I grew up. It was Freaky Friday. Friday was every little young girl's excuse to be a hoe. And it was every young boy's excuse to go ahead and take advantage of her being a hoe. So we used to play hide and go get it. We used to play house. And in every house, there had to be a father and a daughter. 
a stepdaughter, a stepson. That's bullshit. Sometimes you had a doctor had to come make a visit to the house to do a to do a checkup on the mama and the daughter. Y'all had real laughing screen <laughs> schemes. Y'all had real laughing screen schemes. Y'all called, y'all called a little, a little nigga with a listen, listen. listen. Sometimes we mix the game y'all up. Y'all had real laughing Sometimes you had to have a social security. So sometimes you had to have a, a social worker come by the house and make sure wasn't no boys in there. Then we played crazy game. We used to mix hide and seek with house, play house. Somebody knock knock knock. Who that? Social security. Social security. It's a social worker. Y'all got to hide. Y'all got to hide. The social security man. <laughs> really <laughs> we hide in the bushes. Me and the nigga supposed to be the stepson. We hide in the bushes and shit. Wait till social worker leave. Social worker come through, look around the bushes and shit. Ain't nothing in here that we need. Miss Johnson, you need to have that exam. No, let me go. You, are you dealing with anybody? You got any men around here having sex with anybody? Let me check. Social security officer do his little check. All right. Y'all go ahead and proceed. As soon as he leave, we come out the bushes. Hey, what's good? <laughs> was, you playing, was you playing house at 15? Because who the hell knew what social security was? And now we knew at seven. You know what social security was at bruh. seven years old? Well, I grew up, bro. <laughs> Listen, where I grew up, listen, y'all laughing, bro. Where I grew up, girls' mothers had boyfriends. But when the social security people came, when the social worker came, you better not tell them Craig live here. You tell them Craig live here, I'm going to lose my housing voucher and we're going to have to move to Arizona. Them girls ain't want to move to Arizona. Them <laughs> brothers I knew, they did not want to move to uh, Connecticut. They had to lie. Arizona. No, nobody lives here. My mom might get a boyfriend. My mom might. Craig had to go leave every fucking Thursday. So like, every first Thursday of the month, Craig had to go leave. He'd be gone for a couple of days because they don't know when the social worker coming by. We had elaborate games in the house where I grew up at. And yeah, who played houses 15? You, because you knew what social security was. Nah, <laughs> who the hell knows? Seven? Who knows what social security was? Listen. Seven? If you grew up in the hood and your mother was oh, a single mother, so. she had Wick. Wick was women, infant, and children. When, okay, when oh, I used yeah. to grocery shop, they had clothes. This, they, I mean, that clothes. The food had Wick stamps on them. Wick approved. You go get the Cheerios. You couldn't get Cheerios. You had to get Honey O's. You couldn't get Frosted Flakes. You had to get, you know, uh, Crispy Bakes. So, so it was, it was tarted names for the off-brand cereal. Go ahead, go ahead, thumb me up. No, I said like snowflakes. Snowflakes. You couldn't get, you couldn't get uh, frosted flakes. You had to get snowflakes. You couldn't get a uh, who Tony the Tiger? What cereal Tony the Tiger on? No, we said frosted flakes. Tony the Tiger frosted flakes was there, great. But on uh, snowflakes, you had you know you had Lenny Lenny the Lion. Lenny the Lion. They're okay. They're okay. Just but at seven or eight, we was aware. Okay, my mama is single and she get government checks. Hell, I remember going to the store using food stamps. I remember, man. I had well, food stamps is one thing. Social security, that's a, that's. A but I'm saying, phrase. okay, okay. But where I grew up at, in food order for stamps. a woman to get food stamps, couldn't be no man in the crib. Okay. So the social every woman that had food stamps had a caseworker. And the caseworker come out to the house once a month to check, make sure everything was going good. And if you was on Section 8, you had a housing voucher. Only way you could have that housing voucher is if you ain't had nobody in the house that was working. So a lot of nigga, a lot of men that I knew growing up, they would leave their house every once a month. They had to go leave for about three or four days because they didn't know when the social worker was coming by. You understand? King Vitamin, that Capital, capital Crunch. There you go, Kazak. Go ahead. Uh, uh, <laughs> Schlock, <laughs> throw in. What was you going to say? Um, you remember about, uh, back in the day... When food stamp was on the card, 
It was in the form of money. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I remember cats used to be ashamed to go spend that money. I ain't remember, man, give me that money. I go in there. So like, I go in there. I used to go in the food stand spot. Boom, boom, boom. I I had racks. Boom, 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 boom. Let me go ahead. Boom, 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 boom. I used to buy everything for my folks. You couldn't buy hot food with the with the uh, with the with the food stand. You could buy cold food though. We go get a cold get a cold turkey sandwich. Then I go to foot long, break it down with my three friends. What y'all got, man? Give me some of the food stand. You get through it. I go pay one dollar. I had I, I had cash. My mama ain't had no food stands. My mama, you know, since she had a good little job, but I go pay my two dollars, get three dollars in food stands, nigga. We go break down the break down the sub. We was good to go. You know what I'm saying? But I got deviated from the point. What are some other artists who made life altering songs that then fell off? Tevin Campbell done fell off. Like, I saw Tevin Campbell the other day. Made me, I felt bad. I'm like, you see, you saw him, like, you saw him like on the block somewhere. Nah, like, <laughs> you okay, like, the whole Aretha Franklin dying brought up the memory of Tevin Campbell yeah. and the Break It Down song and all of the nasty, horrible memories of me being nine years what's the old. Guy, what's the guy that they was talking about? Came up the, the real crack lips when he was hit the phone. What's the guy? What's the guy? Ricardo, y'all said Sugar Puffs. Yep. <laughs> Sean Hess, Hussey said Cocoa Drops. All of them all brand Cocoa cereals. Drops. You understand? And when you listen, we was you live through through life if you didn't know what that what those is about. You feel what I'm saying? We know what all those is about. Jaheen, I think that's what I was talking about. Jaheen. Yeah, oh, yeah. what happened to Jaheen? About Lauren Hill. Okay, I heard some things about Lauren Hill recently that made me look at Lauren Hill differently, huh? What she do? Okay, I heard Lauren Hill. Did not even write her album, bro. I heard about that too. All the songs on Lauryn Hill Miseducation album was written by other people. Like she had a whole conglomerate of writers and artists, people to play the music that wrote that album, and they said that's why she never had another album that that after year. that because all the people that wrote on that album she didn't get them no credit. So nobody wanted to pay. Nobody helped Lauryn Hill after that first album. That's why she never had another one. But that Miseducation of Lauryn Hill album was a good album. That's a, that was a life-changing album, too. That Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, she was dropping some jewels on there for sisters and for brothers. That, that was a good album. She fell off. That was a good one, Ariel. Who else? Give me somebody else. Give me somebody you listened to growing up that you just thought was going to be the man. And they just fell off. I submit one. There was this cat named Tracy Lee. He was a rapper named Tracy Lee. He had the song of uh, Party Time. Oh, it's party time. Yeah. Having a party. <laughs> Come on. And now I don't remember how the song goes. <laughs> but the CD was called The Man of Many Faces. Tracy Lee. And that Tracy Lee CD was cranking, bruh. So many songs. I'm like, okay. He had the song with Biggie called Can't Stand the Rain. No, that's, that's, nah, that was, that was Shaq. I'm tripping. Hold on. Let me find Tracy Lee, bro. Tracy Lee, man of many faces. This cat. All right, hold on. Tracy Lee. Matter of fact, let me see something. Matter of fact, this is a song he had with Biggie. This, yeah, this the one. Dun, 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 dun. You talking about fell off? I don't think he ever was on top. This kid, no, this, when this album dropped, the hottest album in music at the time. I'm not 
talking about something. We already knew she already came right into this shit. Yeah, I heard this song. Anyway, I know he was. Tracy Lee had an album, Many Faces. I just knew Tracy Lee was going to blow up and be around forever. Never heard from the cat again, bruh. Sometimes. Never heard from Tracy Lee again, bruh. What happened to Tracy Lee? Maybe um, he's nobody now. Uh, maybe the label fell off like Tevin Campbell. 